Welcome everybody to another episode of Fairy Faithful Podcast. I'm Brian Franio. Joined by me is my co-host, Christian Dyer, and our other co-host, as always, our boy Dion Johnson from Nine Gang Podcast. How we doing, fellas? Good, good, man. Doing real good, man. There's so much 49er content going on tonight. God damn. Yeah, I saw that too. Like, like there's damn. so many man. <laughs> this franchise has more content creators than any other franchise in the fucking league. Yep. I challenge anyone to show me a team that has more content creators than us. <laughs> Flat out. That's because nobody in the Bay wants to go outside. You said what? <laughs> nobody in what? the Bay wants to go outside. Oh, man. I Stay inside podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Walk outside uh, and step in some homo shit. <laughs> no mommas. There's good. All right. All right. So, it, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, <laughs> we're previewing 49ers versus Texans, the final preseason game of the 2022 season. Um, let's go ahead and get started. Um, let's get your take. Uh, most of the starters will be starting tomorrow, <laughs> at least the first half, as what Kyle said yesterday in the press conference. Um, what is your take on this? And do you think? Trey and the rest of the stars really need to start tomorrow. Uh, Dion, go first. Uh, for me personally, uh, it is technically speaking the dress rehearsal game. Um, so you usually will see the starters out there. They usually will get out there for a few uh, few reps together, you know what I'm saying, just to kind of make sure that everything is going on. Excuse me. What's going on, Corey? What's up, Corey? Um, but – Honestly, I don't really think they need to play. You know, it'd be nice to see the true offensive line out there. 49er Chanel was having it. What's up, Joel? It'd be nice to see the true offensive line out there, the true starters for our receivers, our DBs and everything. But here's the problem. We're hurt. Honestly. Yeah. Jimmy Ward ain't playing. Charvarius Ward ain't playing. Uh-huh. Jason Verrett just got put on the pup list, so he ain't going to play till at least week four, week five. Yep. Um, so there, there are guys, mainstays that you probably won't see. Now, on the Texas side of the ball, as I was reading their website and taking a look at what they're going to do, they are putting guys out there. They will be missing a pair of offensive linemen along with no Brandon Cooks. So you'll probably see a lot of backups for them. Um, and then, you know, you have Davis Mills, who's 23 years old, but looks like he's 45. Um, you know, and <laughs> – He'll be out there, but you know he, he's gonna he's gonna play like a twenty three year old quarterback, but he'll never look, you know, younger than forty five to me. Uh, anybody with twenty three with a receding hairline, I feel bad for you. That's some genetics, man. Well, Trey, that's, that's Trey though, dude. That's what I said. <laughs> okay, we're not gonna talk about our quarterback. We shitting on the other quarterback. That's what we're doing. But uh, yeah, man, I honestly feel like uh, you'll probably see a few of the few of the defensive starters, few of the offensive starters. Um, and uh, you'll probably see him for maybe a couple of plays. They don't want to get anyone injured. They don't want to take any chances. So you'll probably see him for a few plays, and then the rest of the game it'll be backups. Probably see a ton of Brock Purdy, a ton of uh, uh, Nate Sudfeld. Um, and me personally, I'd like to keep it where you just see the backup running backs. You definitely won't see Elijah. He's probably just getting ready for week one. I guarantee you they're holding him out. But, uh, you know, we may see a little Jeff Sermon. 
uh, Jeff Wilson, not Jeff Sermon, <laughs> Jeff Wilson Jr., um, probably a little more Trey Sermon. Uh, but other than that, nah, it's not, I, I don't think we really need to put them on the field, uh, but you'll probably see a few of the guys out there. I doubt you see Ayuk or Debo, but, uh, you know, hopefully they do dress and get a few reps in, you know, kind of knock the rust off a little bit. But for me, I don't really think they need to start. Christian? Well, I mean, what's the point of Trey starting if uh, all his receivers and stuff aren't going to be out there? Like, if there's no Ayuk, there's no Debo, no Kittle, there's no point for him to go out there and get reps with guys that he's not going to be with out, out there during the – like, the reason I would even look want to see him out there is because we can get an idea of some of the um, chemistry that they might he might be building with the his offensive weapons and – Kind of how they're gonna they're gonna uh, play together, because it's not like it's gonna mean anything. Kyle's not gonna, Kyle's gonna call everything simple. He's not gonna show anything, so it's gonna be like simple plays. But at least you can kind of see um, if they're at least clicking to start with for the season. Um, like I'd like to see if they're clicking. Like I'd like to see Debo and Kittle and the play possibly get at least a catch or two and see like that. Uh, Lance trusts them and they, they, you know, they have some kind of a good rapport between them. Um, like football wise, I mean, uh, but if, if they're not even going to play it, I think it's really stupid to even have Trey play. Um, I know he needs the reps, but he's only playing a couple series. So it doesn't really matter unless again, you're trying to build the really the connection with him and, and gray. I could see that they're going to try to go, deep again to gray and see if they can connect again. But other than that, I don't, I don't, I, it's probably pointless if they're not going to put fully put the starters in there. Like why put Trey in there if it's not really going to uh, benefit him? Because the only thing the way it benefits him is if the, um, all the starters are in there. And if they're not, then I think it's pointless, but I'll watch. I want to see how he looks, but we can say he looked like this. He's gonna look like that, in a, but we don't know shit because we won't know anything until we won. He actually uh, is out there with the ones. Then we'll really know. So, yeah. I don't think this yeah. the, the, anything we see really doesn't mean anything if if all the ones aren't out there. So, I would take anything we see on um, tomorrow with a grain of salt. It's fun to watch, but other than that, there's nothing really to take from it unless he plays with the ones. Okay. Um, Matter sickness. What's going on, man? Got to get together on, for a show, Beto. Yes, sir. You know, I just talked to him the other day, too, about uh, getting a show going with him. So I have to definitely hit him up again. But, yeah, I get it. Now, the only reason why I brought this up was because I was listening to 957 The Game this morning, and uh, the guys were saying, like, uh, they don't th- think that Trey really needs to start this last game and all this stuff. So uh, I figured I'd, I'd bring it up in the show and, and you know, get your guys' opinion on that. But um, uh, so our O-line I want to talk about too. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hearing McGlinchey is going to be out a little bit longer than we expected. Um, yeah, but this so time it's think- a knee, not as quad. Yeah. So, I mean, who do you guys think uh, will take that that spot while uh, McGlinchey's out? Uh, wasn't it? Didn't they say it was going to be um, 
what's his name? Um, Jalen Moore? McKivitt? McKivitt? It's either First Moore or McKivitt. That's what I'm saying. Moore's, yep, Moore's Moore's back to practice. He is back well, to practice. It should be Moore because okay. that's why, dude, if fucking McKivitt starts the season when, and Moore's sitting on the sideline, I'll be fucking pissed because Moore can hold his own pretty fucking well. That, and as long as it's not just in school. That's fair. He, he looked pretty bad. I do believe that it's most likely either I, – I did hear that they're going to kind of go between Colt McKivitt and uh, Jalen Moore. So you'll probably yeah, see a well, little – I trust more. The more filled in the left tackle pretty well, so if he can be similar to right tackle, I freaking uh, – I like I like more right tackle. I, I do. When it comes to right guard, though, like is, is Banks able to only play? Is can he only play left, or are we able to shift him to right too? Because apparently, um, what's this? What's the guy that's playing really well? Spencer Burford. Um, yeah, Burford. Yeah, Burford. Spencer Burford. Burford. Burford looks like he's going to be next to like, next to freaking Trent. So, I, so can Beth, Banks play right tackle? Can, can he play right guard or what? Beto uh, brings up a good point because I was gonna. That was my next topic right there. Is Jason Poe? Uh, oh, he's playing pretty I mean, well too, isn't he? Yeah, he's actually playing better than they anticipated. And mm. remember, Poe went down in the off season and hung out with Trent Williams. Also, he's been getting very rave reviews as far as what he's been doing in the preseason, along with what he's been doing in training camp. What's going on, Forty Nine er Media? So, so media. for me, go ahead. For me personally, I honestly think that you're going to go ahead and probably put Jalen Moore in right tackle and leave Spencer Burford where he is. The reason being is though Burford, if I'm not mistaken, Burford was a, a left tackle in college, wasn't he? Was he left or right tackle? I'm not 100% sure, but I believe he was. I think um, he was a left tackle. Yeah, I'd have to look it up to be 100% sure. But the thing is, is the way the line is presently constructed, I would leave it alone and only just go ahead and figure out between McKivitz and Moore who the right tackle is going to be. The thing is, I see that Daniel Brunskill makes the team as a Swiss Army knife. He's probably, you know, he, to be honest with you, it looks like he almost lost that job to, to Spencer Burford because he's out with the injuries and to me, you know, it's almost unfair if you throw Brunskill in there and say he can start because he already knows the position. I feel like that's, you know, to me that that that's kind of a slap in the face. I've been that's working who- hard all off season, and you about to get this dude the job where he can't even stay healthy enough to get through that. So personally, I say leave the line alone. Just go ahead and throw Jalen Moore in at right tackle, or if you feel comfortable, more comfortable with Colton McKibbins, do that as well. Because Moore played very admirably when Trent Williams was out for that little span of time last year at left tackle. We didn't see a that's, drop off. So well, that's why I want to see more right tackle. But I mean, yeah. uh, what's his name would be good at, is better at tackle than he was, is at guard. Why am I blanking his name? Freaking. You just Burford? said his name. No. Uh, Burford? Jason oh, McKivitz? McKivitz? No, the freaking. What's his name? He's normally our guard. He's only good against Donald. Oh, Donald. Daniel Brunskill. He'd be fine at tackle. You know, uh, yes, so. you are crazy that you have more not making the roster 49er media. There's no way that he gets cut. More it just doesn't make roster. sense. Yeah, I'd honestly rather see him at, at right tackle. And then if 
Glenn McGlinchey comes back and is playing well, then we have more to, to either attack or go down. But um, why would Pogo left guard? Isn't that where Buford's going to go? Or are you going to put a Buford at right guard? Well, I mean, here, here's the thing. The, the number one thing about our O-line is we have good problems to have, right? True. So yes, that's true. when you're confused about what guy to put where because everybody's performing well enough, then that, that's a good problem to have. You know what I mean? Right. So for me yeah, personally – go ahead. We got three guys right now that can play guard either – probably on either side, and that's been our biggest weakness. So to think that we have, we have to decide between three guards is good because that's been our biggest weakness the last couple of years. So – yeah, it's and, and 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 you know Kyle, he's very big on versatility. He wants you to be able to play multiple spots, uh, and I honestly feel like we lucked out with uh, Spencer Burford coming along the way that he has, being able to play that right guard spot, and we also lucked out, you know, with the unfortunate injury to Daniel Brunskill. I don't wish injury on anyone, but for me, this worked out perfectly because. I didn't want Daniel Brunskill starting the center at all, period. No, I like Randall's Mariah, center, right? what's up? Yeah, what's going on, Mariah? Hey, man, Friday, her show finna be popping. It's going to be a one-year anniversary, and they are going to go live. I will tell you this, Mariah, if you need me, I am there. I will be glad to hop on. I'll probably be on the road to Cali because I got to go out there. Uh Shout out to my baby, my oldest daughter, Caitlin. Happy birthday. Daddy loves you. Happy birthday. Um, so, and then the craziest thing is on Friday, it's my mama's birthday. So, that's my aunt's birthday. Friday. I'll, oh, I'll really? Yeah, well, happy, I'll be in happy, this happy, early, happy early birthday to your aunt, man. They seem to Yeah. So, hey, okay. So, let, let's take a look at this. He says, I got, Point Nighter Meteor says, I got, I got Williams. McGlinchey, Banks, Burford, Brunskill, Brendel, Zakel, Poe, and McKibbitz. You got, I would put Williams, Buford, because I think as good as Buford is, he's going to be even better next to the there best. He is. Oh, snap. Got, we got the whole. Hold on one second. Here. Hold on. We got to We got to bring it's him in properly. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold on, Kev. Hold on. Hold on, Kev. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. You got music for us? <laughs> oh no. See, I, I'm, I'm just gonna bring him in with an introduction. All right. You go ahead. Do it. So, uh, we got the host with the most. You know what I'm saying? The man from Real Talk, not a talk. The man that'll give you that real talk. The man that'll tell you that slick talk. The man with that Bay Area slang. The man who drives a big Silverado tells you to get in and take a ride, and he'll take you on a journey that you ain't never been on before. Silverado Kev is in the building, people. Give him a round of applause. Yes, uh, you know what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Real talk, Better. Better talk own Silverado Kev. Oh, you know, you man, know. hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all got me through my workout today. <laughs> All right. Thanks for I kid you brother. not. Like, I, I kid you not. I'll be in the gym, and I'll be dying. And people be looking at me like I'm crazy, and they'll be like, "Yo, like, what you? Why are you over here laughing?" And I'll be over here like, "Oh man, I'm listening to a podcast, man. Don't don't mind me. Do 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 your thing. Do your thing." And then somebody will be, "Oh, what you talking about?" And I literally, honestly, have had people tell me, come up to me because they'll see me. I always have, usually, I always have a Niner hat on when I'm working out. Like nine times out of ten, I'm always, you know, I rep the gang all day. 
So they're looking. And I remember while I was watching one time, this other dude walked up to me. He was like, yo, you a Niner fan? I'm like, yeah. He was like, oh, okay. You from the Bay? I'm like, nah. So we had a little conversation. And he said, what you watching? I said, oh, this is uh, Real Talk Niner Talk. This is one of the podcasts that I, that I watch. We got so many creators. I do content myself. On the spot, dude, subscribe to y'all and me at the same damn time. Oh, damn, that's what's up, man. So Love. whenever I see other Niner fans, I try to talk up all of us. Whether it be hey, faithful, us, Mariah, Breeze, all of them, you know, to tell everybody, like, yo, man, tell a friend to tell a friend, you know what I'm saying? You know, but uh we were just we were just talking about the the O-line care and trying to see, you know, what we think is going to happen with that O-line because we don't believe that Mike McGlinchey is gonna be ready for uh week one. So we try to figure out what we're doing at right tackle. What are your thoughts on that? Um Right tackle is definitely a question mark. Um, hmm. I thought we signed um, the dude from the Bills, uh, Mills. Yeah, Jordan Mills. No hmm. point intended, Mills from the Bills. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but uh, I think he gave up a couple, a couple pressures the other night. You know what I'm saying? So that'll look good on, on, on the record. But um, I don't know, man. I just. I just heard you say some of McKivitz. If that's who looks the best, I mean, you know, you put the best, the best, the best five out there. But I got two oh, words for you, though. I got two words for you, goddammit. Jason Poe. Oh, you. yeah. You know, what I'm you know, let's 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 go ahead, man. Hey, I won't be mad if, if from left to right, it was Silverback Poe. Yeah, who, who the center? Uh, Jake uh, Brendo. 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 Yeah. I don't know what a Brent scale. So uh, Brendo, I guess. Uh, Mm. Buford, then, right? Oh, yeah. Buford's been a monster, too. You know what I'm saying? You know, and then uh, so Buford would be right if you had Poet left. That right tackle would be need to be showed up by McKivitz, Mills from the Bills, or uh, more. Whenever our boy uh, get healthy. Aaron Banks, yeah. But, hey, you know what? Banks, uh, I ain't really heard a lot about him. You know what I'm saying? I haven't either. either. So. I, so I guess you I, I guess you take banks as no news is good news. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you don't hear nothing negative, you don't hear nothing positive, you know, you just kind of leave it a leave it a, a you know the same oh. way. But what Burford. why do we say Burford? Burford. Oh look, you see that now you see now see purposely this before you're not a media doing he trying to make us roll our R's, okay. That's what you do, all right? Burford. We, we, we have a, all right? Burford. That's what it is. That's what it's going to be. Hey, so when I went to the game uh, in uh, preseason week one against Green Bay, I actually met uh, Burford's mom. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Stadium. That's awesome. Hi, dude. Yeah, let me see. Uh, is he man. drafted or we came late in the late round? No, we drafted Burford. <clears throat> On a yeah, we Did we been saying he's been like a first-round pick? That's what they were saying. Yeah. Pretty sure. Fun fact the building. What's going on, man? See. Okay. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So that's great. See, that's God. see the cool thing is, and see, you don't don't let me meet somebody's mama at a game. Because the first thing I'm gonna tell her is anybody give you some problems. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, uh, like that's yeah. somebody's mom's. Like you know, like uh, I think who was it? Uh, was it Chris Paul or it was somebody in the NBA playoffs? Man, and their moms was low key getting harassed. 
Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, Chris Paul. Yeah, it was CP. And see, here, here's the thing about that. People, you got to understand he's a still human being. Don't think as a basketball star that they're supposed to be poised and perfect at all times or that they're, they're sports stars that they should be poised and perfect at all times. I will tell you this. If I am a, a NFL, NBA, if I'm a star of any kind and I found out you've been fucking with my mama, I'm coming for oh. your ass personally. <laughs> I'm not I did, and and anybody any commentator out there that would be like oh you know you should have done this and you should you can kiss my ass you know why because you've done the same shit if it was your mama in that situation hey, so fine people are that. very protective of their families period whether it be my mother whether it be my wife whether it be my kids my aunt my uncle my cousins like I'm not about to allow you to enter that kind of a personal space to be that much of a dick where you get away with it. Because what I'll do is I okay, you, you wanna play that game? Just 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 remember one thing. Don't be in LA when you pull that bullshit. Right. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Don't be where I'm from and pull stupid shit like that. Cause I make one phone call and <laughs> I had you take I had you taken care of right then and there. The I, ain't about, I ain't talking about nothing. I'm just I'm just saying you're gonna get lumped up real quick. You see what I'm saying? So you gotta like people have, people have to be respectful. You know what I'm saying? Like because people will do that. People are assholes. They go over there, fuck with your mama, fuck with your child. Like what what is bro? This is a game. Heckle me, talk shit to me. I can deal with that. But family is off limits. Tell me out of it, yeah. And I shouldn't have to like, and people shouldn't have to go that far to tell you that. You should understand that from a human standpoint. Just being a person, that that's not a cool thing to do, and then expect you know perfection from the other person that you fucking with. No. You put it like this. You think people give a shit? Go on Netflix and watch Malice at the Palace. They didn't give a fuck at that moment. They did not care. <laughs> they went fucking Joey, dude. Damn. Hey, you know what, Joey? <laughs> Joey off the fucking chain with that not shit. Exactly. Hey, you know what, Joey? That that is the yeah. perfect revenge. That is the perfect revenge. No lie. You go ahead. Oh, oh, you want to do that? That's like, wait, motherfucker. Oh, you know oh, what? Jesus. That's all right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Come on, no, no, no. Hey, look, I make millions of dollars. Come on, you, yeah, yeah, uh huh. Come home, you're gonna be calling me stepdaddy. <laughs> Go back to the comment about Mason. About Mason, I, I was gonna address that one. Where is it at? Uh, yeah, McKivitz did play way. Uh, CG Ruthless said McKivitz played better than uh, Justin School. Yeah, he definitely did. That's the school was like a fucking turnstile. Where the hell is that <laughs> motherfucker was just he turnstile. just was just getting right. He was just getting himself killed, man. It's just bad. Um, but in this game, like I stated earlier, the Texans seem to be trying to play most of their starters outside of two offensive linemen and Brandon Cooks. I think what the Texans are doing is using this game as a measuring stick to see if what they currently have in place is going to be able to withstand what we got in place. 
they're using us as a measuring stick. And I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna fail. Because if we try, I'm measuring stick. Let me tell you this. If you put Nick Bosa, Devon Kinlaw, Eric Armstead, Drake Jackson, and or Samson Ebucom, or Kerry Hyder, for that matter, if you put that line yeah. out there, I'm going to pray for Davis Mills' life. He going to die. Not literally, no. figuratively, but hey. he going to die. And I, you know, and I, I said it the way I said it because that's the way it's going to be. That poor young man is going to run for his life. And yeah, if, he, gonna have to- if he fathoms escaping the pocket, boy, he better baseball slide his ass off because we got three linebackers waiting to murder you. Hey, hey uh, <laughs> I'm hearing uh, Drake Jackson uh, is starting to look like maybe the next Alden Smith. Smith. No. Drake um, Jackson's comp, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Kev, I think you'll agree with me. There's a young man that had a very, very nasty bending flex in the league. You know, yeah, one of my fellow light, one of my fellow light skinned brothers, Dwight Freeney. Um, Dwight Freeney was a monster off that. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I see a lot of Dwight, I see a lot of Dwight Freeney and Drake Jackson. All he has to do is develop properly, and it's 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 gonna be wow. This hey, he put the balls in there. He hey, he didn't pull a breezy. He actually put the balls in there. Yeah. I wanted to address that uh Mason comment real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I yeah, I would love for him to make. He, there's no way he's not because he's better than, than Wilson. Um, and I, I think we're going to – I wouldn't be surprised if we have, what, four backs anyways for as many uh, injuries as we have. Uh, Kyle's going to probably keep four on the roster um, mm. just because he loves to, you know, uh, constantly rotate them. Mm-hmm. I, I would assume Wilson's gone. Is it – it's Wilson, right? What's his name? Freaking Jeff Wilson. Jeff, Wilson, Jeff Wilson's gone. Yeah, Jeff Wilson's going to be gone, and then Mason's going to going to take in because Kyle loves those. He loves them, the undrafted, freaking free agent uh, running backs, and this guy's playing like a freaking a beast. So there's no way Kyle lets him go. The way Kyle likes to use multiple running backs, and yeah, no, this guy's going to. I think for 100 percent, this guy's going to make the roster, and I think Jeff Wilson's going to be the odd man out here, um, mm. because the thing is that we don't. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but, I mean, I'm, he's a lot better. Wilson's kind of, you know, I guess short yardage, but that's really about it. And the way that Mason Ooh. runs, how hard he runs, he can he can do the short yardage easily. Go go back to that one, Brandon. Which one? Go back to CG Ruthless. There's a different comp. I've never heard of that one. I'll do you one better. Let's hear it. Only because, only because he, he's – Crazy athletic, and this is a huge cup. But I say Javon Curse. Ooh, okay. Freak. All right. Oh, I mean, shit. I ain't heard that name in a minute. You got that crazy bend. You fast, athletic. You know what I'm saying? He can beat you with finesse or power. Oh, no, no, no. We can't do that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Bashar. Oh, Hold on. Bring it back. <laughs> All right. 
Rewind. So we gotta let me tell you this. We got a fearsome foursome in the building right now with me, Lefty, Kev, and Brandon, along with Silverado Kev. So see, Kev takes you for a ride in the Silverado. He tells you to sit back. He tells you a story. It sounds like you're talking to a pimp from the 70s. Because you understand the lingo and the language because that's what happens. And see, then we bring in another young man, the host with the most, a man whose chat never dies. It is always as live as possible. It's almost as live as he is. 49 and money, Bashar is in the building, goddammit. What's going on, baby? What's up, Bashar? I, I was under the impression that I wasn't welcome. I was about to bounce. <laughs> <laughs> what a bad. Hey, good to be on here with you guys. Last minute for me. I, my, my equipment, was none of it was set up, so I just went through the past 20, 30 minutes to set everything good. up. So. All good, brother. You know, I, I, just, I just like to bring people in the way they're supposed to be brought in. You know what I'm saying? Well, good, good, good to see you guys, man. Mm-hmm. Same, and and who is any of you? Are any of you guys going to the home opener? That's what I guess Seattle. No, I will not be there. Okay, I'll be there. We'll be at the uh, Tobago. Well, I mean, if you go to the home opener against Seattle, you're just gonna see a beat down like no other. That's you what know. I want to see to prove Trey's dominance. Man. <laughs> Look, hey, uh, the, the, tell tell me this, guys, real quick, and I I, I want to do this as a little bit of a round table. Shout out Real Talk, Nine to Talk, because y'all do that. Y'all do a round robin. Don't want to disrespect nobody, you know what I'm saying? Just a quick question, and we'll start with Brandon. What do y'all think the Sea Chickens record is this year? Brandon. Mm. Oof. I'll say... I'll say... I'll say... Three and fourteen. Ooh, okay. Lefty. Uh, depends on who they're playing. Well, what's their schedule? No, 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 no. We're just going off top of the dome. We know they suck monkey testicles right they're now. Gonna get, they're probably going to get four wins, probably. Okay. Four and 13, okay. So maybe. four, four and thirteen. Bashar. I'm thinking freaking five and twelve. Okay. Kev. Yeah, as much as I hate to, ba- I would love to bash them. I had to see the a finished product on, in a real season, so I will say they'll probably be, be picking top in the draft. But as far as the record, I, I'm not sure. Um, you know, Pete Carroll gonna find a way to eat out some wins, man. So, um, so he'll be in the top ten of the picks. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, they're gonna be picking towards the, the top five or so in the draft. Get one of the quarterbacks. You know I'm um, okay, I okay. How Shaban, welcome to the channel. Haven't seen you before, but one in sixteen. I like that shit. I like all <laughs> of it. Shit. I hope these motherfuckers go well, over I mean, seventeen. I well, though, Dion, because they're gonna get about it. You get one of the about it, If they lose every game in the division, that's six games automatic <laughs> off rip. Yeah, but they're not. Hold on, hold on. Let's be fair though. No, no team loses every game in our division, ever. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, our division is unfortunately crazy competitive. We cannibalize each other. You know what I'm saying? We should sweep (laughs) them at least. Yeah. I will tell you. They're going to beat the Cardinals. They're going to beat the Cardinals in a weird one or the Rams in a weird one. Quite possibly. And that's okay for us. As long as they don't beat us, I don't give a shit. Um, That's true. The other thing, uh, Bashar, before you came through, brother, 
we were talking about the right tackle position and the fact that McGlinchey, unfortunately, isn't ready right now. Who do you feel should possibly be able to take that position up and get, get on that field for us? The, the word out during camp, I mean, they were saying McGlinchey looked pretty solid at times. And when McGlinchey and Williams were on, were on the field at the same time, Trey had his best production. So, But then, you know, the injury question comes about, you know, so who knows if he's going to be ready. So I was pretty excited when they initially brought in Jordan Mills because they said, oh, well, he was on his very first day, he was winning his one-on-ones, all of his one-on-one battles, and he has experience as a starting right tackle. I looked up his resume, and he's got he's definitely got experience as a right tackle um, as opposed to guys like Jalen Moore more so. Um, but when I saw, <laughs> I saw Jordan Mills in this past game, I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Come on, man. I know people rag about Glitchy, but what you just did was some turnstile Matador bullshit, man. Like, please. <laughs> now, now, maybe, maybe, maybe he's not used to certain line calls and he's not used to the system and he's still getting acclimated. Yeah. And I hope that's the reason. I hope he can step up because I, I don't want our guys to suck. So we'll, we'll see what's going on. But I'm guessing it will be him, but it sounds like they're penciling in McKivitt. So I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Yeah, hey, I, I'll say. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, no, I just wanted to give a shout out to Izzy for always, you know, tuning into our show all the time. We really appreciate man, Izzy, it. Izzy, Melissa, consistently, man. She yes. she's always she supports every content creator, man, big or small. She mm-hmm. she rolled with us all, man. So shout out Izzy, awesome. man. You know, what I'm saying yep. hats off to you. You know, for always uh, continuing Here's to support me. us. Um, she hangs out with me and CG. Uh, and uh, Antonio and sometimes uh, OG 49er over there on the on the round check um, whenever she can make it. So we, we, we always appreciate Izzy. It, and, and, and the cool thing is, man, like I say, it's always good to have a woman who knows her shit. You know what I'm saying? Izzy can get into a conversation with somebody about the Niners and blow them out the box, and they'd be completely yeah, surprised by it. They'd think, they'd think she don't know nothing, not a damn thing. I'm going to tell you right now, I put – Izzy, Mariah, and Peachy in a room with any of them dudes, and watch them watch mm-hmm. watch all three of them ladies eat people alive. Like they are awesome at what they do. So you know we always got nothing but love for Izzy. But I got another I got another question here, and I want I want I want everybody to answer this, and answer as truthfully as you possibly can. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna start from the bottom, Kev. Who is our leading receiver this year? I'm talking about yards, touchdowns, whatever. Mm. I'm going to go with Brendan Ayuk. Ayukin. <laughs> I think I think Danny Gray had the most yards per reception. <laughs> but, yes. But, I agree with that. But, but Ayuk, though. Uh, we, need, we need Joey Bahodi here if you're going to talk about Danny Gray, man. That guy. Yeah. Oh, loves him some Danny he loves some Danny Gray, boy. He, be yeah, he, he, he cheers for Danny Gray more than his own pops does. For man. sure. For sure. Wait, <laughs> wait till that first, wait till that, that first time that uh, him and uh, Lance hook up in regular season for a touchdown. Oh, he's going insane. He's fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. it's going to be awesome. Hopefully, it happens against Seattle. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Do so what, what do you think? What do you, what do you think, Bashar? Oh, receivers. You know, um, not saying he stole my answer. I just it's not stealing necessarily. It's just the way I look at it. Ayuk's worked so much with Lance, and looks like they have this connection. And you know, Debo was kind of he's kind of late bloomer in this situation. Let's just say so. Early, I just think that it's going to be Ayuk. I think this is his time to shine. 
And I will definitely see production for Debo, no doubt. Okay. Lefty? I mean, I, I got, I've been on IU since the freaking all-off season, so I think it's going to be him. I mean, I think he's going to take that next next step up to being one of the top receivers in the league. I mean, a lot of the guys have been covering him, like Dirk Peterson was covering him in joint practices, and all he he was even saying he's like going to take the next step. You know, that's big coming from a freaking veteran who was one of the best corners in the league for a long time. Um, I think uh, he's going to be the leading receiver, but I think what we're going to see from from Debo, the difference is even if he doesn't have the yards, because of the production we're going to get from like Ayuk and even Gray, I think Debo is going to be that third down, short yardage, get the get the hard the hard yards for the you know the big third down that we need. I think Debo is going to be the guy for that though. I think where we would look to Jennings a lot last season. I think with some of the other guys uh, taking over, I think I think Debo is going to be that hard yardage guy this year and get some big third downs uh, probably break a couple with the yak but that's I think IU going to be the freaking the first guy that Lance looks to and getting the big choice all right uh, Brandon um, I'm going to have to say BA as well um, I think it's I mean with him working out with Trey Lance all, I, all off season I mean, they have an amazing connection already, so I can see Trey throwing to EA a lot and possibly hitting a uh, thousand yards for the season. Okay, so I'm not about to break the damn monotony. I'm going go with Ayuk as well. Damn it, he gonna be Ayuking in a lot of people, man. I honestly see that. I, it goes back to Kev's point. It, it's just the work that he did in the off season. See, I respect Debo Samuel for holding out, trying to make sure he gets his money right. I ain't never going to knock a man for going to get his bread. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. You could have been working with Trey, too. And you got to think about it. This is your number one and your number two receiver. If at any point you would have went down there and worked with Trey Lance, do you understand how much better we would be for that? I get that you don't want to get hurt. I get that you're trying to set your bread up. But in the same instance, set your pockets up for a bigger payday by being with the guy that's going to be throwing you the ball. Look, we like Ray Ray McLeod, 49er Media, but he ain't about to be no damn number one receiver. And nobody was going to pick him to break out and be that guy this year. Come on, man. Let's just, let's just hey. use our brain here. Come on now. Oh, Melissa's it was nice to see when he had his little touchdown from Nate Sudfeld, but I'm not expecting Ray Ray to Cloud to be fucking, you know, 1,500-yard receiving and 12 touchdowns. Like, nobody's expecting. Melissa's point, I freaking still love Juwan Jennings. I'm just saying Debo's going to be able to be more of that guy to look look to her down. Things will be there because I think he's freaking really good at finding a soft spot in the zone, especially on third down. But I was just saying I think Debo's going to be a lot more utilized in uh, big situations where oh, yeah. you know, we won't only have to rely on Jennings, which we did a lot last season, relied on Jennings for the big, the big third down conversions. I think uh, I just think Debo is going to be more of that this season. And okay. Jennings will get his, but 
Here's my question to you guys. I was biting my tongue about Jennings, man. <laughs> hey, Jennings you know, is like my Jennings, dog. Sure. I know he hasn't shown us much in the preseason games, but I'll tell you this. Jennings will make the squad strictly based off the fact that his blocking is impeccable and he's still a clutch dude. Like, as much as you he's haven't seen from him, down. what you will see from him in the season will erase what you saw in the preseason and anything else that you've seen probably in OTAs or anything like that. Jennings is definitely making the squad. I definitely don't see him being cut. Um, so, Brandon, what was your question? My He's bad. the only big red zone target we have. He needs to get his yeah, head out. He has to get on the jugs machine. He's yeah, those, do. those are facts. Yeah, those are 100%. That's facts. a good point. Um, so here's my question. A lot of people are talking about it lately a lot, especially in, um, I think, I think MBN kind of talked about it. I think you guys talked about it too, Kev. Is uh, the Trey Sermon situation? People are saying he's not looking too good, um, and he might not make the 53-man roster. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Trey Sermon so far? I'm gonna say this: the hard part for me about Trey Sermon is, first of all, I didn't feel like he had any real holes opened up by the offensive line. Second of all. Even when holes aren't there, you gotta make you gotta create opportunities for yourself. If you see the hole closed, don't run into it. Go away from it. Bounce it out. Move. Do your thing. The only issue is with Trey Sermon, you know, he back there tap dancing. Um, you know, when he gets in when he starts running. The thing is, is you either gotta be a north or south or an east or west guy. You can't necessarily be both. Um I mean, you can, but when it comes to a hole opening up for the line, you have to make a decision and you have to make it fast because in a split second, somebody's in your face ready to tackle you. Um, but here, here's, what, here's what I would say. Do I think the Trey Sermon makes the team? Yes. The only reason I think the Trey Sermon makes his team is the fact that he was a third-round pick, and you don't just give up on third-round picks that quickly. So will he wind up being a, you know, a constant contributor to the squad? That's a question mark. But if he's going to make the team, yeah, I would have to say so. I don't think that Kyle – and the crazy thing is Kyle doesn't give up on his guys. And this, this system is built to make running backs look amazing. The only difference is – Kyle usually does that with undrafted guys. He doesn't do that with guys that he actually picks. Matt, look at Matt Breida, undrafted. Looked fantastic in this system. You know what I'm saying? Look at Jeff Wilson Jr. He looked all right in the system. Um, you know, he, he doesn't yeah. – Elijah Mitchell, uh, you know, a late-round pick. He looked fantastic in the system. So, I mean, this system is built to make running backs look great. And as long as they hit the holes right and they understand what the protections are and what they're going against on the defense, then they'll be okay. Trey Sermon may be on the outside looking in. Maybe a little further. My issue with Sermon, like I said, like I said on the show. But I do believe he makes Going on. Yo, what is going on? I know I heard the sound bleeding. I was like, is that me? Or? Yeah, I was like, I, I saw you on. 
I saw Dion like not saying anything, but you hear his voice. <laughs> I heard Kevin's voice. Did you guys hear Kevin's voice? Yeah, I heard Kev's voice. Okay, okay. I heard, I heard both at one point. Yeah, Dion, you uh, <laughs> you looking chopping screwed over there, Dion. Yeah. <laughs> he's giving us. Dion, he's giving us Dion. a beam all on his own. <laughs> Like you're taking steel shots. Oh, Get up, Joey. <laughs> Man, my fucking green screen fell earlier. Right? All kinds of shits going on. Man, like, like I said uh, uh, on the show earlier, you know, and no disrespect to the ladies, but my, my issue with sermon is, you know, Dion, you're gonna love this one if you if you, if you miss this. Oh, damn, you done dropped out. Um, I, I wait for this punchline. You know, sermon is about as indecisive behind line of scrimmage as a woman when you ask her what you want to eat. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, you can't make your mind up. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, pick a hole, hit a hole, get through the hole. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what happened to Dion, man. I, one, yeah. one more, he was talking. Oh, now. Whoa, oh, what's going on no, here? We're dropping, we're dropping like on? flies now, buddy. Um, <laughs> let me, let me yeah, just pick this one up really, really quick. <laughs> I don't know. You <laughs> dropped out too. What? Is, I, I dude, was why, say, this is the second time in a row. Okay. Really, really, I don't know, man. Dude, That's we weird. switched from restream to streamyard. Okay. Streamyard usually works great for me. It's just you know, my fucking shit fell over earlier, but it's all good. Is that Dion? Oh, here goes. Kev? Somebody's coming through. There you go. Yo, is that Dion? Yo, Kev, freaking there he is. Freaking dropped out too, man. Yeah, I don't know what happened with streamyard, man. <laughs> this shit is perfect. <laughs> Your internet probably. Yo, that's like, so, and then no, but that was everybody, right? Didn't everybody have like a little? No, I was fine. I Kevin heard, dropped, I just heard some out. weird shit going on. This was weird. I think Kevin uh, will be back some way somehow. Is Kevin back? I think he, he'll uh, maybe his computer died. I don't know. <laughs> Kevin um, always cracks me up was, when he talks about so, Kevin. I was just thinking about Kevin when he always talks about Jimmy G. He'd be like. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a cerebral quarterback. I used to always fuck with him about that. But man, every time I see you on stream, you always say that. <laughs> uh, Izzy, we'll get so, you. Uh, we'll get you on in the post game if uh, if we do one for sure. So when it comes to sermon, I mean, I know I've been a big advocate for him, but I still, I don't think we he's gotten even a fair chance yet. He, we haven't really used him hardly at all. I mean, he, he his style of. Uh, play was completely useless with Jimmy Garoppolo. So, really, the only sample size we have now is a little bit of preseason last year and a little bit of preseason this year. And it's like everybody's making judgment. I'm like, wait until we get to actually see him with Trey in the regular season when we run, when we're running an RPO or running a a, a zone read, and um, Trey takes off for a big game because uh, they fall for the fake or whatever. Because that's what he's good at. Not to mention too. Uh, he was injured all season, so we didn't even get to like actually see a play where he's actually probably one of the better running backs we have on the team at pass blocking. And Shanahan so, loves that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like we haven't seen him. Like everybody's like, "Oh, I'm gonna wait until you actually see that play yeah. legitimately in the regular season." And actually, when Kyle puts him in a situation that he was meant for, like I keep everybody thinks that. Kyle drafted him just to draft him because he's a good running back. No, Kyle drafted him because he's like, oh, man, I just drafted a quarterback and gave up all this freaking shit for, all these picks for. Let me go get a running back that I can put in, in, in times with my young quarterback that's going to make things easier on him. If we're going to run the zone read, this guy's built to do the zone read. He did it with Kyler, and he did it with Fields. 
and he did it fantastically with both of them, and he pass blocked fantastically for both of them. If you go and watch his film at Oklahoma and Ohio State, that that that's why they drafted him, and we haven't got to see one cha- one glimpse of like the style of play that he's meant for. We haven't even he hasn't even been involved. They, they hand him the ball off and have him do a freaking you know up the middle. I mean, even the best running back sometimes in preseason up the middle aren't going to do shit. If you know what I mean. He looked good in that Eagles game. I, I was rooting for them. I'm like, oh, wow, I can't wait to see Sermon this year. And yeah. it's like, where is this guy in the preseason? Why is he? Why is it? Why does his vision look so so poor on certain plays? Now, I know he didn't get the best blocking on certain plays either, but, yeah. you know, I'll, I'm 50-50 on the guy. I really am. I want, I want him to be on the team, and I want him to succeed. But if they see something they don't like and Shanahan's looking to go a different direction, I'm like, all right, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, it, it is what it is. But I, I have a feeling they might stack away one of these running backs and might say might come up with some fake injury or something to, in order to hold on to one of them i don't know i i just well, i'd be surprised if they, if they cut sermon that that soon but you never know it could happen it happened to joe williams right yeah. yeah well joe joe never joe didn't really have that love for football you got to have anyway like he re, he retired from utah then we had a bunch of injuries to our running all our running backs at utah fucking out and then they freaking kind of you know begged joe to come back they told him to come back they told him to come then back. joe yeah. came back and went off for like 300 freaking 50 yards against uh ucla oh my god that was insane dude he he and he's literally he was so freaking fast dude that guy was that's why kyle drafted him in the first place because he if you get a little a little that big dude and he hits that hole he's gone that's fast he was but i don't think he ever had that sh- like complete love for football you have to be able to do to play play in the NFL. And then you add the injuries to it. He was probably like, fuck this. And that's why I think, because after he left the Niners, he never even tried to go play with anybody else. I didn't see, yeah, I was born. It's weird that when that happens with, with the Niner players that we cut, it's like, you think that they, the, it's like the guys we cut never shine anywhere else. Once they're done with the Niners, it's like they're freaking done for the rest of yeah. their lives. Almost. I, I sad, think Joe was sad. fine. I think Joe was fine walking away from football because he was fine walking away in college. I think he was fine walking away in the NFL when it didn't work out. If he didn't get injured and he stayed healthy, I think, oh, man, I can't tell you guys how freaking awesome it would have been to have him. He had some speed. He was nice to watch in that Kansas City Chiefs preseason game. He was nice for a minute. Dude, I'm telling you, like, he had, like, that just insane speed, like, instant. I mean, from zero to 100 in two steps, dude. If he would have stayed healthy and got in Kyle's offense where Kyle freaking schemes up holes this freaking big, dude, he would have been hitting home runs all day. Just That's why that's what sucked that we didn't ever got to see a chance because just go watch that tape of him against UCLA, dude, and he had over 300 yards. There'd be a little hole. Joe's gone. 80 yards. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. And, and as far as Mason goes, though, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm Swan Song in the chat. He shares my opinion on this. What's up, Swan Song? Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, by the way. But like Mason lo- looks good so far. I'm not knocking him by any stretch of the imagination. But at the same time, a lot of people need to temper their expectations with the guy because we haven't seen him run with the first team. And if he's True. playing, when he's playing running the ball, it's like freaking five minutes left in the fourth quarter or something like that. He, like. You know. He runs hard, dude. You can. He does run good. It looks it. so far so good. Hard. It looks nice. He could be I'm a just goal line I just want to see it. I just want to see it like against the t- the big dogs. Yeah. You know? That the way that he runs hard and with so much heart, 
could be he could he could be a goal line uh, short yardage guy too. So you know, like yeah. does he do they do they let yeah. go Wilson and go with the young the young guy, younger guy that's that's got that doesn't have health issues the way Wilson does. So it'd be interesting to see. I know, like, yeah, that's true. I and that's what I'm wondering. Like, I don't know enough about TDP. Um, I know he's not really involved in the passing game at all. So pass blocking, passing at all. So that's why everybody's like, oh, TDP and fuck Sermon. I'm like, Sermon can do what TDP doesn't even fucking know how to do. Sermon can catch the ball out of the backfield and actually fucking block. <laughs> I, every time I laugh, my green screen falls. Dude, I've been laughing too much today. Hey, I'm bringing entertainment to the show. What, what uh, there you go, man. <laughs> uh, poor uh, Fishar, dude. As he said, we poor said green that, screen. Uh, more like a hang on, guys. All right. Uh, said that about Elijah Mitchell after last preseason, though. Too, to be fair, that is Jordan Mason this year. Yeah, but Mitchell was a lot flashier than Jordan Mason has been. Jordan's been good and ran really hard, and you could see he runs with a lot of heart. But Mitchell was like fucking flashy as fuck in the preseason. Like, holy fuck, where did this guy come from? Yeah. So it's a fair comp- it's fair to say that, but also like Eliza Mitchell fucking smacked everybody in the face, like, watch this motherfucker. <laughs> hey, so so you you think out of the running back core that we have right now, do you think uh who do you think gets cut? Wilson. Wilson. He's got Dion. He's, he's injury prone. He's injury prone, right? Yeah. He's older. Older. You just keep the young guys. Keep the young guys. Yeah, honestly, I think that it'll probably be uh, Jeff Wilson and Jamichael AC on the outside looking Yo, in. Prime. Prime. What's up, man? What's up, man? Come on, man. Close up. I forgot about Hasty. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of that guy. We don't need Hasty. Hasty. There we go. That's a lot better. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the internet, man. It was tripping like a motherfucker. But uh, I'm back. Everything's set up good now, so I don't have to worry about shit falling. So, <laughs> so your laptop is flipping out. Here's what I see. screen's been going down. Here's what I want to see. Just on a whole another level tonight, man. Right? Good Lord. What I want to see with the run game this year, in which I wonder if even that's what Kyle's hoping, we need to find that one running back, though, that complements Elijah Mitchell. Like, full-on complements, because the other guys stepping up are going to be the, 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 power, the power guys, the tough yardage guys, the three guys behind him. And if Ooh, we can find that guy that here. legitimately complements Mitchell so he doesn't have to get all that the hard yards and take, take the beating that he took last year, and he gets a lot more. Um, he gets a lot less eight eight man boxes, and he's you know getting in the open field. Like if we can get good confidence, he's we're gonna actually see some of those home run runs this year that we were kept waiting to see last year, where he'd get a good chunk, but then he wouldn't freaking finish it. I think if you find we do find that big bigger back to compliment him this year, I think. It, so this run game is going to be unstoppable. Well, I think we have. I think that back is going to be uh, TVP. You know what I'm saying? TVP yeah. doesn't 
PDP hasn't looked pretty. He he he's looked all right this this offseason. So I can't say. But what about him in the passing Yeah, but I'm, we we're probably not gonna be throwing a ball to a dude like like TDP. I doubt that highly. So Mitchell or Sermon would have to be in there on third down. TDP would yeah be a third yeah. Down. You put Sermon in there, you know he can block. <laughs> Fucking Joey. If you think you really like Sermon, you can help it to him too. But most likely, he's gonna if you want, you know, he can block. So if you're gonna throw throw a deeper throw, you put Sermon in there, and then if it's one you want to, you probably put back. You, know, you probably have Mitchell in there on third down. True, true. I I don't doubt that, man. Um. So this last preseason game, I'm gonna call a win for us. We'll go three and zero in the preseason. Make life that much easier. Um, you know, and, and roll into the season with good momentum. Um, anybody else think differently? Nope, not at all. The shark team, so oh, go ahead, Mr. Uh, go ahead, rephrase the question. Oh, no, I was saying, do you think that we uh pull the W off tomorrow? Oh, we do, I'd say we do because we're, we're gonna be at home, oh, we're gonna be at home, right? So I mean, I just obviously it doesn't matter because it's preseason. That W for me is walking away with no injuries and and just seeing some good some good looks from Lance. So why not? It wouldn't hurt to see a few a few good looks for our, us Lance guys out there or us 49er fans actually who are 49er fans that support our starting quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. So um, you know, so we don't have to, you know, and and thank God that there's no more practices open to the media or any of that other the BS bill. Oh, Trey threw for Oh, he threw five incomplete passes today. All hell for, is going to free, freeze over. Like, thank God we don't have to deal with any of that dumb stuff anymore. You know, just talk about the games. You know, hey, these are the games that matter. The wins matter. The losses matter. And we'll just take it from there. So, you know, come out of this preseason game um, healthy. If Trey, Trey looks good on a few play, plays here and there, hey, that's a plus. A healthy, a healthy roster before week one, and we're good. So. Completely agree with that, man. I like those sentiments. Definitely want to make sure we stay healthy. Hey, Christian, got a question right here. Well, I don't see why we wouldn't win. This team is fucking deep this year. Like, that's what is exciting because like this team's fucking deep. Defensive line deep, linebacker deep. This team's just fucking good, even with its worst players. So. That's why I'm excited for the long run of the season because obviously you're as good as your worst player, and even our freaking second and third string guys aren't aren't bad. And shit, our fucking second and third string quarterbacks have been playing well, so I don't see why we wouldn't. I mean, this team is fucking talented. This is one of the most talented teams probably since the year. I'd say this is the most talented team we've had since um, the Harbaugh year, where that team was fucking unbelievable. With Cowboy yeah. and Alden Smith and fucking Hitner and Goldson, I fucking that old kill zone from back in the day. I used to love that man. Cats come across the middle. Your life was in jeopardy because oh, they would but, let but you out. Everybody thought it was just freaking winter, dude. And then all of a sudden, fucking Goldson come out of nowhere with them dreads oh. and put you the fuck out, dude. Goldson's two oh. best hits, to my knowledge. 
the the Cardinals hit that he had on that one dude whose name I keep forgetting, but he got in a fight with that same wide receiver on the Cardinals when we had Mike Singletary yep. as our coach. And the first year with Harbaugh, freaking Goldson laid him out, and he stood over him. It was crazy, dude. And then then he had another hit. He had another hit on some um, Tampa Bay um, Buccaneers wide receiver whose name escapes me as well. And they yeah, they were both comparable. Yeah, I remember, remember that. that yeah, you remember it. Okay. Yeah, that that was that was hardcore. Yeah, that kind of sucks for Josh Hokett that he got released. Man, he had just got signed as a tight end. But I mean, honestly, I think he'll probably wind up back on the practice squad. Hokett's a good player, and I, I do see him kind of as the next juice. So he should be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where, where's Kevin at, man? I know what happened to Kev. I didn't know, man. I think he probably Small just called it tonight, bro. Probably just said screw it. Oh man, missed that guy. Yeah. All good. We'll have him again on probably the post game if we have one. Oh um, yeah, nah. He said he had a power spike in his area. That's why his uh, started. His uh, started uh, uh, oh, California uh, power spike. Huh? It's his. It's his turn. No power. <laughs> That makes sense. All right. Well, what, what, I was I was gone. Obviously, I got here late. But what were the things you guys talked about earlier? I might be able to add my two cents to a couple of things. So. Hey, yeah, Dion, you want to go ahead and let him know? Uh, we were just at, we were just talking more so about the offensive line, the right tackle spot, what was going on uh, with that, uh, and you know, just kind of keeping an eye on the O line, especially just due to the fact that with certain players kind of standing out, you know, your Jason Poles, your Jordan Mills, those type of cats, you know, what are we, what are we expecting from that line? So you definitely could chime in on that and give us yeah. some insight. Watching Poe, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't at the practices and I need to, might need to hit up Rohan. That's my, the closest dude I know. Um, my closest contact who was physically at the practices. Like, I wonder if they had any attempt or any, you know, if they just tried to to run Poe at center at all, because there were they were rumored to to kind of give him a shot at center when they first um, signed him, but I just I just want the best offensive lineman on the screen at, on the field at one time, and now now all of a sudden it's coming out where some people are doubt, doubting Banks. I haven't seen the bad play from Banks yet. I mean, maybe I'm missing something, but um, I haven't seen the bad play from Banks. Um, you know, I, I've seen Burford out there looking good, and I've seen Banks look nice too. Maybe he, there were some plays this past game that I missed where Banks didn't look as look as sharp. Poe looks really, really nice on certain plays. I'll say that. But I want, I love to have all three of them on the field at once. You know, and I wish we would have prepped a few, one or two of these guys at center. I mean, I know it's not easy, but give it a shot. But I mean. Brendel has a really good rapport with uh, with Lance, so I think I think we'll be okay at center. And I think that just the, the connection that they had because they they practiced together all last year too. And Brendel's looked okay, so I mean, and I like just the fact that he's he's uh, uh, doing really well with Lance, and they feel comfortable with each other. So I think uh, Brendel looked think nice the, in the first preseason game. He looked he looked nice. He was he there was there were some plays where he was picking up some blisses. Um, hitting up one guy and then releasing and then getting the other guy. He was doing some nice things. So hopefully, hopefully he does better than what people expect. Um, Rancone likes to rag on him a lot. Say, so <laughs> uh, I was hoping for Donovan West to have stepped up this, this preseason. Uh, from what I hear, here he's struggling. Honestly, I didn't scout him in these first two preseason games. I didn't really notice him too much out there. I wish I did kind of scout him and see what what he's made of, but. It's just kind of disheartening because I wanted him to step up and challenge for the starting position. He's obviously not there yet. He's probably going to be a practice squad guy from the way I look at it, if not get cut. So, 
Yeah, continual development for uh, Donovan West. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. You'll probably see a little bit of him, you know, toward the end of the game in this uh, this game versus the Texans. But, you know, it, it, this will be another kind of battle of the backup, so to speak. But I think we'll, we'll, we'll be all right. Uh, Melissa said that's because yeah. we wasted too much time on Bronskiller Center. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> she, she's on fire in this chat. And, and then before that, she said, when the fuck is Sutherland cut? I was thinking, like, freaking, like, I saw Sutherland out there so much, and he just looked horrible. I was like, well, and, like, I, and, and I almost forgot completely about Donovan West at the time. I'm like, like yeah. I wish I could have seen Donovan West run those same reps just to see what he could do. So Sutherland yeah. sucks, dude. He's, he's, I, he's just weak. And I haven't noticed this Nick Zakel's guy that we had drafted. Where is he? I haven't seen him. Have you guys He's noticed him? Been the there, but I haven't seen anything out of him that has you he know, even played. I mean, I didn't. I saw him in the jersey once, but I didn't see him play. I mean, is he even? I, I think he still got a couple of snaps, but I'm not 100 percent sure. On I mean, that, hard, I mean, now so, we hit on the Burford pick. It looks like, but you know, we drafted Nick Zakel. It kind of sucks when you draft certain players and and they're like a total flop. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And well, we finally saw um, what's his name, undrafted guy, what that Mexican dude, Alfredo Gutierrez. So, okay. We finally saw him step on the field. Is um, you played pretty is, good uh, too. But is Purdy gonna gonna take over this the fucking no quarterback two spot? He's been really no, fucking good. So. No, no. no. I mean, you, don't pay, for a week, you don't pay a, a practice squad guy. player two million dollars. I'm sorry, you do not. That's true. That's fair. This yeah. guy, I hope Nick does well. <laughs> For having, you know, they see, you know, not a very strong arm. It, Purdy's been pretty accurate. Purdy's all right, man. I'm not giving him a nod over Nate Sudfeld. I can tell you this. If I went into this He's season, more... I would rather I would rather have Nate Sudfeld as my backup than Brock Purdy. Purdy is Purdy's all right, but elusive, there's though. nothing to be. Yeah, there's He's nothing more... He's more athletic though and elusive than than Southfield. Definitely, though. definitely. When you he watch Purdy's film, Purdy, he can extend yeah. the play. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, when I was watching Purdy's film, because he was Purdy was pretty famous in college, like in the twenty twenty season, twenty twenty one, he fell off. And this one dude I know kept talking about him because Iowa State was actually ranked that year, and they usually yeah. aren't ranked. And um, they said, "Oh, you gotta check out this guy, Brock Purdy. Maybe the 49ers should get him." And da 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 da. And I was like, oh, this guy's mobile. He can move. I had no idea at the time, though. I didn't really study him all that much, but I had no idea at the time that he didn't really have an NFL arm where he can't really make the deep throws. And I hear he obviously struggled in camp with the long ball or whatever. But um, with Purdy and Sudfeld, Purdy really, really has to – like it had to have been a a situation where in these preseason games – Purdy just grabbed the bulls by the horn, threw a few, t- threw like multiple touchdowns, and said, "I am head and, heads and shoulders above the rest in terms of the backup quarterbacks. I'm way yeah. better than you, Sudfeld. This is my job for taking." The- to me, Purdy never took that step. Not that he didn't look okay. good; he just didn't take that step over yeah, Sudfeld. That makes sense. Yeah, Forty uh, Nine Media man, I ain't worried about him, dude. He's gonna be on the practice squad. He hey, let him learn the offense. We're not Joey, in a hurry. Let him learn the offense, man. Yeah, the J- Joey over here, man. Purdy looking pretty good against guys that can't spell DB. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't, like I, I, I respect Brock Purdy. You know, what I'm saying for what he's doing and how he's going about his stuff, but. I, it doesn't say that he's going to make the squad, man. I mean, me personally, 
I feel like he'll wind up on the practice squad because we only usually carry two QBs. Yep. They'll keep him there. He'll clear waivers because he's done nothing overly spectacular for somebody to go out there and pick him up and say, I need this guy. But uh, that, that's just basically it, man. But I see a dub tomorrow, and everything everything to me seems to be real cool. Yeah. So will you, should we talk about the fact that fucking Kyle said that he could see Jimmy fucking – Staying on the team is a backup. No, don't, 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 no, no, don't ruin the podcast. I'm going to start laughing. My, my is going to fall again. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, I'm, about to, I'm telling you, I'm going to wind up just dropping out of this podcast. Don't you bring up 10. Why the fuck do they, do the, the fuck how do they even fucking say that shit? That's what I don't get. Because oh, Jeff York, okay, Jeff, Jeff York needs to learn when to shut the fuck up. Okay? Yeah. Period. There are times where, you, as an owner, you need to speak and times where you don't. You pulled a very yeah, Jerry Jones... It. That was a very Jerry Jones esque type of move. Oh my god! That yeah. Kyle said it though when he started talking. Kyle, make he really? Do you trust anything that Kyle well, says? Yeah, he Kyle also said, oh, oh, yeah, said the Mac talking, Jones thing too, though. But why even say that shit? Because, bro. Okay, look, they are going to try to sell this bullshit on on ten for as long as they can. They will continually do that. Yep. It does not matter. We all know he's gone. He's gay. So I don't bring him up. And I'm telling you right now, like I've said before, the minute I see that he has been cut and released, I will go live and I will celebrate. And anybody who wants to join me fucking can. Because all we've been doing all offseason has been getting ready for Trey Lance and not being worried about the four-string quarterback. No one cares. At the end of the day, I don't care how many times they say it. If, if, if we go into the season, and they actually fathom the thought of keeping him on the roster week one, then we've got some problems that we need to work out because we got a GM who obviously ain't competent enough. Think about it like this. Look at all the injuries we didn't have this offseason. We need that money to go sign players if we wind up having people unfortunately injured. So – Ain't no way in hell you about to go ahead and get somebody when you got $26 million locked up in a guy you don't fucking want. It doesn't make what? sense. So I don't what care who says Sunday? what. Uh, 30th, August 30th. Fuck, that's the day my house closes. So I'm going to close on my house and Jimmy's well, going to get cut the same day. It's going to be a motherfucking party. That would be great. Your house will close and then uh, the, the, the 49ers cut number 10. That's fine. It'll be party I will time. Not I would not address him by his name. Dude, he doesn't so, that kind of respect. I was playing the fucking halfback uh, face of the franchise thing on Madden. Uh-huh. Fucking, uh-huh. I, I go to start it and it fucking because it didn't when I started it didn't update the roster. But I go to fucking start it right, and I fucking in the preseason I make Trey my quarterback. And then you know what the fuck they fucking did when I started regular season? Fucking oh. <laughs> traded for Mayfield. Fucking Mayfield was the quarterback. Wow! <laughs> fucking traded, well, traded Jimmy. But Lissa has no started, filters. In the... As soon as it started, Mayfield was number ten. I was like, "What the fuck?" So then, eventually, put back in Trey, and I fucking won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Melissa has no filters in the chat, guys. I'm okay with that. Though. I'm okay because she. We feel the same way about ten. I don't call him by his name because he doesn't deserve that respect. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, 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 I can get I can get an OG um, spaces mode. You guys know who he is, man. Yo. I can we can have him on the show and he can drop you all guys, the f bombs in the world about Jimmy. Hey, before we end this, you guys mind listening to 
Um, something I want to bring up real quick. Yeah, go, ahead. Sure. go ahead, man. Yeah. All right, give me a sec. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Oh. Boom. Do you so, think they've handled this well, the nine from the Niners' no, perspective? No, well, no, they haven't handled the quarterback situation well for five years. Look, mm. they didn't evaluate Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson because thank you. Kyle Shanahan expected to sign Kirk Cousins the following year in free agency, so he didn't even bother. They were in prime position to take either guy. Didn't even bother to evaluate. And I think he said that publicly. They didn't evaluate the quarterback because they were waiting to get Kirk Cousins. And then they had the bright idea to get Jimmy Garoppolo for a second-round pick, and Kyle Shanahan got talked into doing that by someone instead of waiting till the end of the season and getting Kirk Cousins. And then when 2020 came around and Tom Brady wanted to play for the 49ers, that was his first choice. And they evaluated, and they've admitted that. They evaluated, and they decided to keep uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think what happened was, you capped the 2020 season with two guys you didn't bother to pursue, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady squaring off in the Super Bowl. I think that caused somebody to blow a, a gasket and, 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 and get desperate. And that's when they make the trade up to get in position to take whoever was left after Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. And there's still that debate. Did Kyle Shanahan want Mac Jones? Did he want Trey Lance? Did he even know who he wanted when he made the trade? So I just think that that for as good as they've been, I mean, they would have won two or three Super Bowls by now if they had the quarterback position under control. And and I just think this is the latest effort for them to clean up the mess they've made the past five years and how they've handled the quarterback situation. And at some point, you just have to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. Fucking goddamn it. <laughs> He's not wrong. You know, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, man. I can't do this Mike Florio piece of shit. First of all. <laughs> First of all, he's a failed attorney. He's a failed attorney, and now he thinks he's on, he's on top of the NFL. Uh, he's shitting on on Jimmy a lot, you know, and, and made it sound like he wasn't the guy. And now all of a sudden, he's making it sound like like we need to keep Jimmy, and and we just we just drafted some Joe Schmo quarterback that we t- tossed some um, these picks to the Dolphins for, and 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 yeah, Trey Lance is just some nobody that we drafted that Shanahan did no due diligence, no research on, and he just drafted whoever the fuck was available. Dude, Trey Lance is the guy that Shanahan wants. Trey Lance is the guy that Shanahan foresees taking us to the future, taking us to the promised land. Fuck Mike Florio. But hey, he, he, Tell him how it is, for sure. But he did make it seem like <laughs> if we actually had a good quarterback that we would have won the Super Bowl. So he was like yeah, saying the, like the Jimmy only, did, the, so. only thing, the only thing I agree with, I Mike, Florio with on, Mike Florio on is his first few points. He did make sense because that is exactly what happened. They did evaluate the quarterbacks of the draft. And they did wind up just going for Jimmy because there was no other option because he was in love with Kirk Cousins. I said that a million times, and those are facts. This has been proven. Uh, But here's the thing. At the end of the day, we got the quarterback situation figured out. We still went to the Super Bowl. We still went to the NFC Championship game, even with the worst piece of crap that we have that is number 10. So at the for me, I just want the season to begin. I just want Trey Lance to go out there and ball. We're going to see his ups, his downs, his wins, his losses, and we're going to have our patience with him because anybody out there watching, if you like Tim and you had patience with his dumb ass, knowing he was going to throw an interception at the most inopportune fucking moment, you better have patience for Trey Lance because he is actually a rookie. He is actually in his first year of actually starting. While Tim has been in the league, Eight years and continually made rookie fucking mistakes. 
So if you give him a pass for the bullshit he did, I don't want to hear nothing from none of you damn 10 lovers about Trey Lance when he makes a mistake. The difference between him and 10 is he will grow from it and he won't yell the word fuck as loud as he possibly can when he throws an interception. Oh, and so, by the way, if we get turnovers, at least we could possibly turn those into points, not like somewhere yeah. else. Oh, yeah. Can, can like I the Dre say one interception against Seattle that we botched and didn't score off of yeah. in that one night game? Oh, oh, oh you mean can the I five say, turnovers that we that yeah. we gave him? Yeah, yeah. Five opportunities? I, yeah, worth as fuck. Uh, let me say one thing to defend Kyle, though. Had Kyle, in my opinion, had Kyle actually even looked into, like, say, Mahomes, I don't think he would have drafted Mahomes. Because Mahomes' whole thing is just is going off cut, like just going off all over the fucking place and playing schoolyard bullshit fucking style offense. And you can't catch me, and then eventually somebody's going to be open, and I got a strong-ass arm and can throw it fucking sideways, and you're fucked. Kyle don't want that shit. Kyle wants something that somebody who can be fucking cerebral and listen to hit the way his fucking game plan works and fucking make it work and then ad lib it when they need to, not fucking run around like a fucking crazy person and make it happen. I don't think Kyle would have, I don't think fucking Kyle would have liked Mahomes one bit because Kyle, like, bro, what the fuck? This is, this is my offense, motherfucker. Do what I said. Don't fucking run around and just do whatever the fuck you want. That, I, that's what I think. I think. I think Kyle would have 100% chose Deshaun Watson had he looked. I don't think he would have chose Mahomes yeah. because I don't think Mahomes would have fit into Kyle's scheme. Yeah, because Mahomes is more of an off-script type of quarterback. You're right. He does do a lot of things where, I mean, it, it's I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you ever watch a lot of Tyree, uh, of the passes that he throws to Tyreek Hill, he's just heaving the shit up. As long as he's in the vicinity, he knows that Hill has the speed and athleticism to go get the ball. You will see who Patrick Mahomes really is this year because he does not have Tyreek Hill. So you will see what he's actually able to do when it comes to regular receivers because Byron Pringle ain't going to do nothing crazy. Miko Harmon ain't going to do nothing crazy. You may see a lot more Travis Kelsey because that's his main go-to guy now that Tyreek Hill is gone. But I doubt that those other people that I named are just going to come out and just shit on the lead. And Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to throw up those fucking 40, 50 yard bombs where he's not necessarily sure where they're going, but they just go somewhere. But I got to get out of here, guys. Well, well, I was going to say what we should have done is Kyle should have done his fucking homework and took fucking Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert and Kyle's offense. Are you fucking kidding me? That fucking arm, dude, that fucking athleticism. Oh, fuck, dude. So, oh my well, god, we'll end it right now. Um, so before we leave, guys, uh, if you haven't yet already, hit that like, subscribe button for our faithful podcast on YouTube. If you haven't followed us on Twitter yet, it's ffpod49. We did hit 500 followers, so we're still growing, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we're trying to get to 500 on, on YouTube, so please hit that subscribe button, really appreciate it. Uh, I also came out with um, or got approved by Playback, which is the new app everybody's been using to watch games with our fellow fans in the in the content creating world. So um, Jesse's hosting one tomorrow to watch the preseason game, but I should be hosting one by week one uh, to have everything ready and set. So I'll drop the link once I have it. So just a uh, just let you guys know for that one, but um, Dion and Bashar, before you guys go, let them know where they can find you real fast. And Christian. 
Go ahead, Okay, I was waiting for you. Um, just 49 Reminded YouTube channel at 49 Reminded on Instagram, um, 49 Reminded Facebook group page. Um, there's going to be a 49 Reminded.com website um, that will be released, released pretty soon. It's still in the works, still under construction. Having a really good friend of mine help me out with that. Shout out to him. You know, is who he is if he's watching. But um, uh, yeah, so um, no really um, solid guests just lined up. But there's going to be a lot of fun happening. And the home opener is coming around. I'm going to announce the meet and greet for the open opener. Um, did it did that my last show. I'll keep doing it until it happens. And I'll have it at all my social media. If anybody wants to hit me up and have questions about it, feel free to hit me up and send me a message. Yeah, Bashar, I'll be there too, by the way. Okay, cool. I'll see you there. Yeah, uh, Niner Game Podcast on YouTube, um, at Swifty on Twitter, 49er underscore Dion on Instagram. Follow me on all platforms. I'm definitely on uh, any and everything you can think of, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff, man. Appreciate y'all. Great. Christian. Yeah, I'd love to see, find me a lefty 1680 for the, you know, what, one one tweet I, I send every two weeks or so. I mean, my last, my last, my last, my last, my last fucking tweet was about a crime novel, crime novel I just finished reading. So I don't fucking yeah, yeah. That's good that that Melissa brought that up. Amazon Prime. Amazon is the, game. Prime. Yes, the game tomorrow night is on Amazon Prime for everybody that is watching to let everybody know. Um, once again, for our faithful podcast, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio for all your audio needs. And Instagram is all the way out for our faithful podcast. Facebook for our faithful podcast. TikTok for our faithful podcast. But until next time, guys, go Niners. We'll be back for the post game either tomorrow night or Friday. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.